Good. <laughs> oh, are we recording? No, I don't believe you. Hey, this is Curtis Ray, your wacky weatherman for ABC4 News. You're listening to KU Radio. At some point, we must decide that we are grown-ups, that we're individuals, and we have rights. And it is not the role of government to change our behavior. It is our role to change government's behavior. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear and listen to OU Radio. every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. or catch it after on demand at KUradio.org. And it hurts so good. Welcome to All Ute Radio, episode 63, right? Hello, <laughs> episode 63. With a brand new intro. For now. For now, <laughs> just for a minute. That's some intense guitar playing. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Otis sure Taylor. Is. is he on your list? Oh, he oh, certainly he's... is. <laughs> We're going to have to wait for Dakota for next week to go over the list. He might come in. Oh. He's a... Uh, Went up to Seattle to see his family, and his great-grandmother is still alive and kicking. His great-grandmother? Yeah. How old is she? Old. Like over 100? I don't think so. He's got a young family. Oh, okay. But he has to go to dinner. Like, they're all, like, his cousins are in town, his brothers are here, his kid's there, his daughter's there. So they're going to a restaurant. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll be done within an hour. And I was like, no, you won't. the forces do not eat dinner that quick. <laughs> they take their time and have a good time. So we might have him. We might not. We'll see. But we have Steve Solberg coming in again. We do. The voice of Ragnar. Yes. I've never met him, but he's a friend to old Ute Radio. Yes. He's got a CD coming out, and he'll be playing in town, but I'll let him plug that. Because I'm unprepared. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't plug until they show up. Like, that's my rule. That's the rule? Yes. <laughs> until they don't stand us up. Yes. When they are inside of that red light, I will plug. <laughs> so how have you been? I am so busy. Like, I'm supposed to be moving in two weeks again. Again? Yeah. Why? Because I can't barbecue. You can't barbecue at this place? No. And that's the deal breaker. That and how there's a dog feces receptacle can outside of my balcony and so all these people i can't keep my blinds open because there's so much foot traffic and i have a lot of smells like dog (laughs) (laughs) poop (laughs) it's disgusting how long ago did you move in there six months ago um at the end of this month that's what i thought and but i was working on a documentary back then like we were just finishing it up and i couldn't Like, I didn't have time to search, and it was, like, the first place I found on KSL that looked nice and had a washer and dryer, and I was, like, done. Was your lease six months in this place? Yeah. But I got a funny story for you. So, earlier this month, I went in to pay rent, 
and my rent was something something ninety five cents, mm-hmm. right? And she was like, "Well, you can just write it for, you know, the next dollar amount above yeah. it. So if it was nine hundred ninety six dollars, she goes, "Oh yeah, you can just write for the whole dollar more." And I looked at her and I go, "Why would I pay more than what I'm owed?" Like I, it baffled me for two days. Like. <laughs> how a manager of a corporation would ask their clientele to pay them more money. <laughs> like, just, it's easier. Just round it up. I'm, st- like, I, I had a moral dilemma, like, whether or not I should talk to her boss about this. Because it's kind of theft, right? It's, yeah. Have you ever heard of someone asking for more money? No. Especially on rent? No. <laughs> I can't even believe they have it as 95 cents to begin with. I've never paid a rent that was okay, like had so some odd. I have to pay to the most dollar. landlords pay trash and water and all that stuff. Yeah. I have to pay trash, water, I have to pay a, a security guard bill. They have all these Bills. build in charges. But I've never heard of that and it bothers me deeply that she's a paid professional. And <laughs> like I wonder how many of because I live in an apartment compound on a street that is nothing but apartments and duplexes. I wonder how much money they make. Tons. Yeah. All uh, of the Five money. cents goes a long way. I know. It From multiplies everybody? quickly. Yeah, Every month? <laughs> oh, That's funny. See, I wonder if she is embezzling that She's five She's like cents. taking nickels. Yeah, kind of like an <laughs> office space. <laughs> what a hack she is. I'm unhappy with hack. her. <laughs> You're not pleased. Sasha is not pleased with you. So the Pac-12 network is spending a lot of time on campus this weekend. Why? We have a women's softball game. We have men's baseball at Smith Field, formerly... Uh, yeah, where's Smith Field? Wherever the bees play. Oh, Spring Mobile. Yeah, or Franklin Covey. So it's called Smith's now. Yeah. I kept wondering if we were playing somewhere else, because I always thought that Utah baseball played the same place as the bees. But then they were like, at Smith's Field. Yeah. And I was like, this has, that's Spring Mobile ballpark. They've been doing a decent... They did a decent like month-long promotion on it, but then they kind of quit their promotional stuff. Yeah. You know, if... Key fans no talking about it, then you'll kind of hear. But yeah, they should be promoting that a bit better. Huh. I got a friend that works in marketing. I should be yelling at him, <laughs> Mr. Bass, do better. So that's this weekend. Yep, and then we have uh, the spring football game for the male and Utes at the football stadium. That's exciting. I guess. People I mean, get all excited about it. Well, no one showed up last year because I worked that game too. I bet they had like a thousand people. That's it. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Not just students? Oh, it was students. Like All students. No, you know what? It wasn't students. Yeah. It was all, you know, uh, diehard Ute fans. That's funny. There was a tailgate and I all that like stuff. They don't, I feel like a lot of people don't even know about it sometimes. Yes, the Pac-12 could do better promotions. You don't see them promoting themselves on ABC or NBC, ESPN, anything like that. But, you know, go to the games. Go to the softball games. They're fun. I love the games. They're not playing real well, but... But they're fun to watch. And it's such a beautiful backdrop. (sighs) And then you have the beautiful backdrop of Smith's Field. (laughs) What a crappy day. Smith's Field. I hate that grocery store. Smith's? Yeah. Like, now that... So I live in Murray, and the big grocery store is Smith's, right there on uh, 45th. 45th and 9th. I've never seen the amount of people that show up in pajamas and slippers to the grocery (laughs) store. It baffles me. Like... Somehow it's become accessible for women to wear their pajama bottoms and men to wear sweatpants to the grocery store. 
Like I have to share food with you. Like your can your sweatpants. We shop off the same shelves. Yes, your sweatpants are contaminating my flannel. broccoli sprouts. You jerks. Jerks. I've been known to go to the grocery store looking a little. You go. I bet. I bet you do. A pajamas. little ratchet. Yeah. What are those dumb shoes that all the all the women wear? Uggs. Uh, yeah. I don't even have them. Really. Nope. Digital high five. <laughs> but I have gone to the store looking less than fresh. You could never not look less fresh. than my best. Audience, this is Becca trying to lie. <laughs> she's a diva. So I'm not a she's diva. A perfect ten, Sometimes, even when she's got the flu. Oh my gosh! Someone showed me a U of U crushes about me. Oh, the you other got a new day. one. And I mean, it's nothing that awesome to read, but the dude in it—I didn't even know people still referred to other people as like numbers, like. You're such a four, you know, like that thing, like rating people. I didn't even know people still did that. (laughs) And there was one where it was like, girl from my philosophy class last semester, like described the class. It was the one I was in and was like, I think it's Rachel or Rebecca. (laughs) And I was like, thanks for knowing my name. And was like, saw you a class uh, talking to a couple of sixes. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, you seriously just called people sixes? And it was like something about being a fellow 10. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know people still use that kind of thing at each other. That's funny. I was uh, doing some collaborating with Keith McDonald of U-Block Radio from 2 to 5 on Fridays. And he was telling me that one of his buddies has a pretty big crush on you. What? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Hey, KU? No, it's some, some uh, rapper on campus. Even know a rapper on campus. Well, you're noticed, lady. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Not you. Just I don't even. Well, I don't think I know. It's such a topsy turvy world because people like me, we have to plot and scheme to be able to get a girl or <laughs> even go on a date. And people like you, like go you when someone's like, wow, they're really hot. Like I'd like to get to know them. Only you because usually people who notice women are like doing you things in their heads about them okay it's not like wow those beautiful brown eyes i just want to buy her flowers and so how often do you get hit on not that often i'm clicking a pen and i got the evil eye not that often you guys and it's not even hit on that's the thing yes people say like hi do people (laughs) hi (laughs) Hi. how are you How's it going? This is Rebecca from <laughs> Fill in the Blank. That's how I used to talk. <laughs> I like, hey, yeah. hey guys, welcome to the show. I was actually thinking, of, I have a whole copy recording of a Fill in the Blank show. Why? Remember when we uh, had Chris Hollyfield from I Am Salt Lake? Oh, in? yeah, and you had to record it. Yeah, because we, we, we had him on during your show. not. But did we record like... Oh, yeah, of the whole thing. The whole thing? Yeah. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. You're so Never. cute, though. <laughs> Never want to hear it. That's awful. Oh, uh, man. I, because Keith? I was listening to that show a little, you know, I'm always listening to the stuff we produce so that I can get better. Right? I listen most of the time. And uh, on that fill-in-the-blank episode, you were doing your r- random word generators. Oh. I highly suggest that they come back to All Ute Radio when I have no idea they're coming. <laughs> like for signing off on a break. Just I know. Boom. And I need my laptop here, because or else you'll just see it pop up on the screen, and you'll know it's coming. Oh, so man. I got a lot of positive reviews for Ellie Timmons last yeah. week. I she did it was great. A good, it was a fun show. Yeah. 
I enjoyed it. Yes. I didn't even have to talk that much. We just got to sit and listen. That's what I like. <laughs> it's the kind of radio I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, I was able to do get her to play a couple more songs <laughs> than she planned on. Originally, it was just two, right? Mm-hmm. And I got five. Yeah. Uh, that's good work by me. <laughs> Job well done. That's called peer pressure. Yeah, let me pat Sasha's myself. Sasha's really good yeah. at it. So I have this top ten list. I really hope Dakota comes because, uh, A, I built the whole music around the show. For <laughs> Did the, you? Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I wrote a list. I, well, actually, I made a note of, like, 15 that I think are the best. 15. I have no Eric Clapton in my top 10. I don't either in my top 15. That's great. <laughs> I actually didn't even have Jimi Hendrix in it for a while. I don't have Jimi. I have him on my top 15, but only as an honorable, like, mention. My Not the top 10. biggest struggle was Jimmy Page, because I know he's incredibly talented, but that whole band is a hack, and they're rip-off artists. And it's been proven, and they've paid for it. And Ooh. I don't like that. I have him on there, but I wasn't, I'm still struggling a bit with who gets the, who gets the cut. Do you have Dwayne Ullman in the top ten? I don't. Hmm. Who's your number one? Oh, you can't tell us. That's too much suspense. I, I teased him last week because it hasn't changed. <laughs> but my two and three completely changed. And then I came to a perfect revelation because I was listening to so much bluegrass and acoustic music. And then I found out that I was a snob. I don't like the electric guitar. I don't like it that much either. I think That's it's distracting. Also, I think... The people get so hung up on like the best guitarist, but I feel like we focus a lot on rock and roll and like some of the more popular blues and things. But there are a lot of like very talented guitarists that just aren't as popular. You're going to be surprised by my top 10 list. Yeah. Even if Dakota doesn't come, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Next week, I vote we do top 10 bassists of all time because that is far more interesting. Well, see, here's what I decided. I like the mandolin much better than a guitar. I love the mandolin. And I noticed that people who are the best guitarists are phenomenal mandolin players. Why is the mandolin still not popular? Like, I know if I go to a bluegrass festival in Kentucky tomorrow, I'll hear one. I have a mandolin at my house in St. George. Will you bring it up this summer? <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll find another mandolin player? Mandolins I know there's a bunch in town. are awesome. And the cool thing is they're the same strings as like a violin. Yes. And so it's one of those instruments that string players, like even guitar players, you can easily, I mean, it's a difficult instrument, but it's not hard to learn. Why does it sound so much better than a guitar? Just from a crispness, is it because- I think it's the- The bait that, that cut out is smaller? I think that it's smaller and the sound of it, when you're in like a band and you've got like a bass and a guitar and all these instruments that kind of have the same timber almost, the mandolin is smaller and the strings are so much smaller and the strings are double. So there's two of each string. So it gets that kind of like, and that kind of like 12 string it on guitar neck, sound. Right? Uh-uh. It's like a little about this big yeah. and you play it right here. That was me showing him right across <laughs> my stomach where we play it. <laughs> she looks like she's got honey on her <laughs> fingers. Like, but it's so it's got eight strings, but four, you know, four notes. Yeah. And it's just I think the reason it sounds so cool is that it's picked in a way that's really like really makes the sound stand out. And then on top of that, it already sounds like unique because it has kind of a more tinny, bright sound but it also because it's hollow body it still has like that haunting 
echo, sort of, that a guitar has. Mm-hmm. I like. I like it, too. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> One of my favorite mandolin players is Chris Thiele. See, I've never heard of him. He plays in, um, he played for a long time in a group called Nickel Creek. Never and then he started a group called the Punch Brothers. Uh-huh. They're pretty good. If you like the style, and I do, it's kind of um, like almost folksy alternative acoustic. Do you They've know? They've got a violinist and a guitar. Do you know that group Trampled by Turtles? Uh-uh. But that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a modern blues grass that they you know they got the banjos and mandolins and steel pedal guitars yeah but they have that modern singing voice the you know the new young guy voice Mm -hmm. and i don't like them um a lot of people really like them but i think their their voice makes them soft yeah Hmm. you don't like that sound see i kind of i'll play it right now i mean that's really good that's beautiful music Wait till you hear this guy's voice, though. He's got like a Mumford and Sons kind of thing going on. He's got a hipster voice. Yeah. So you can't have a weak voice when you're playing such a badass instrument. Well, and there's so much going on in the background. Like, it's such a layered sound and then the voice just kind of falls flat but, but it's, i like it i mean it, it's a sound i like yeah so that's it's a war by trampled by turtles trampled by turtles great name <laughs> by trampled by turtles trampled by turtles so we're going to break i know what time do we have steven and like Steven, S- Steve, <laughs> Mr. <in>. Steven Solberg. <laughs> what time do we have Steve in the studio? Oh, you're clever. <laughs> I know. He's supposed to be in about six thirty. Oh, so we may have him on after the break. Oh, we're having a. We're not coming back to break until we uh, have Mr. Steve Solberg. So have our lovely little friend. Yeah, we got to do some quick promos, mm. but I will play some uh, Johnny Cash. I got a great acoustic song by Bob Dylan, Blind Willie McTell. It's a nice seven-minute song, and it's fantastic. So when we're done with the music, we'll have Steven. Steve <laughs> Steven. In. Steven. It's like, yeah. I can't say it and make it sound normal. <laughs> we'll have Kevin Bacon in. We'll have Kevin Bacon in studio with us. Because that's who he looks like. Does he? I've yeah. never even seen him. Way to do your homework. I just look up what he's into. <laughs> Physical appearance doesn't matter, Sasha. That's right. Unless you're shallow like me. So let's go to break. Let's get some money for KU going. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to All Ute Radio. I'm so glad we left that stupid party. No joke. Hey, baby, are you an overdue library book? Because you got fine written all over you. Oh, barf. <laughs> what about that girl with the hoop earrings? Ridiculous. When she was dancing... Megan, look out. Look out. <laughs> Oh my god, Becky. Becky, are you okay? My arm. I think it's broken. Can you bend it? It's already bent in the wrong direction. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. I only had a few drinks. I was just buzzed. Really? Just buzzed? Yeah, I swear. Well, in that case, my arm is fine. Ah, that's better. You're really okay? You're serious, Becky? No, genius. I'm not serious. Ow! 
My arm, it hurts. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. NBC's Channel 5 KSL-TV is hosting an open casting call for NBC's hit show, The Biggest Loser, 16. This exciting event will take place Saturday, April 19th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in the NBC KSL-5 offices. Families of four individuals, and former athletes are welcome to participate. The KSL 5 TV offices are located just 10 miles east of the Salt Lake International Airport. Go to TheBiggestLoserCasting.com for more details and to pre-register. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. This is Rebecca from Old Ute Radio. Tune in to hear the show live every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Or catch the show on demand at KUradio.org. I'm ABC4 Chief Meteorologist Jim Kosick. While you are not, there's still good news in your future. You're listening to KU. There ain't no grave can hold my body down There ain't no grave can hold my body down When I hear the trumpet sound I'm gonna rise right out of the ground Ain't no grave can hold my body down Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Old Ute Radio on KU Internet Radio with Rebecca and Sasha in studio. With us is, drumroll, Mr. <laughs> Steve Solberg. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for letting me get a drum roll. That was I awesome. I, I don't always get those. <laughs> <laughs> They're a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I feel like a big deal because of it. Do you guys hear me in your headphones? So, no. But four is on and up. All the way. Troublesome. Let's try host mic. Check one, mm. two. Hello. Wow, jeez, that's there like. There he is. Hello. It's not even crackling too bad. It's not crackling. I could have had you sit here. <laughs> too bad for you. Bring me down a little bit. Bring me down. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little delicate. dance move over there. I like hearing you in my, my ears saying, bring me down a little bring bit. Bring me bring down. down. How are you, sir? Doing good. Doing really good. It's a pleasure to see you again. It's a uh, pleasure to be seen. I love this uh, <laughs> I love this crew. I, this is my first time meeting Rebecca, actually, but I can tell already. Things. Isn't she lovely? Yeah. Ex- lovely. 
and and fun and easy to talk to. So far, we've had fun banter. <laughs> we've been talking taxes. Ta- yeah, Obama you guys, care. it sounds really fun, but we've you just know, been talking about taxes. You guys know how taxes are fun. <laughs> April 15th, who's done them? <laughs> Everybody no else but me. See, I'm poor, so I'd do it early. Yeah, that's smart. Because <laughs> the worst thing is the anticipation for like the six weeks, the eight weeks, the ten weeks to get your taxes back. Like, there's nothing worse than <laughs> expecting like thousands of dollars back, and you have to wait for it. Because you get a return. That's yes. Do you get Do you get a return? Uh-huh. Yeah, because you're like young. A Damn. little. You're not that old. I know, but I don't know if I do them wrong. Oh, wait. You're successful. That's what it is. You're successful. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you don't need the return. Yeah. They, hopefully. I don't know. I, I owe the money. I guarantee it. <laughs> that was my George Zimmer. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You're going to hate the way you look. You're going to hate the way your bank account looks. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> taxes. Stupid. Hate banks. So... Do you know who the comedian Otto is from the Otto and George? He's a uh, tranquil. Tranquiloquist. He's a real tranquil comedian. <laughs> He's a tranquil. Oh, ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Yeah. Okay. He just passed away. Oh. What? I was laughing so hard. So he. Ha ha ha. He's the antichrist of Jeff Dunham, as where Dunham is clean. Uh-huh. This guy is filthy, and he died yesterday at 54. Okay. And wow. yeah, you New York comic, you know, the Bill Burr, uh, Patrice O'Neill, Bob Kelly, Jim Norton, Opie and Anthony, from all that crew. And uh, Ultimate Warrior died too, like last week. Really? Yeah. Jeez, not as ultimate. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, as like ultimate. ultimate. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to spell ventriloquist. V E N. If you type in auto comedian. L O Q U I S T ventriloquist. And she's look at the big brain on Correct. That <laughs> <laughs> correct. I did spelling bees in my day. Did you really? Yeah, I did. And in sixth grade, I lost <laughs> out on the word malodorous. Because instead of putting odor, I put an E at the end of odor. You feel you. <sighs> I was like. The most disappointed ten-year-old <laughs> on the whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. Oh, that is I a was hard this word. Close to preliminaries. My son's super smart, but he's totally left-brained, so he's out like early. How far did you get? I got to like the I I got out, and then the next people were the ones who got to go to the state. So I was like the I don't remember how many people went, maybe three, but I was the last one out before like qualifying. It was the worst, you guys. I don't get it, because my, s- my son got to regionals for the science fair last year. So he beat the charter district, then he won the regionals, and then he got to the next place. I even got the word nonchalant. <sighs> Whoa. That's hard. That's a great word, too. <laughs> no. Love nonchalant. I no one sh- ever says chalant. Uh, there's never <laughs> like, well, he was very chalant. <laughs> he was really chalant about it. I'm going to start using it to describe myself. You're fairly. Are you chalant <laughs> at times? I feel like I get. I feel like I get pretty chalant. I think if you're chalant, you're a confident person, which like that's cool, right? <laughs> to be cool. chalant. You're chalant, or you're like stuck up. Sh- yeah, you don't want to like be too chalant. Word. But then using the word chalant like pushes you over that limit. Then you just become Chal- a, a douche. douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We knew that word. <laughs> we were out there. You know, quickly things spiral out of control. I know. We're getting a little crazy. Language. <sighs> I know. So uh, what are you up to, Steve? Language. 
<laughs> no saying the D word. <laughs> um, what am I up to? I am home this week. I've been traveling like crazy all through the southeast because that's where the weather's good right now for races. For the Color Me Rad and for Ragnar Trail and Ragnar Road. And so uh, I've been completely spoiled. I've been to Florida three times this year and just got back from Alabama. (laughs) 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 Yeah, good old Bama. We went to the Costco, you know, to buy some water for the race. And uh, of course, we had all the Costco uh, free samples, and one guy is putting tuna on a cracker, and I have no clue what he said. He just said, putting tuna on the cracker. And he's like, do my day, day, do my tuna right there, day, my day, 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 cracker, whole grain, day, day. Put it in your mouth. I think I heard him say, yeah, yeah, it was delicious. Down to option number C, farm I was like, okay, okay, that was a different language. What do you it do is. when you see that? Because like, you you immediately smile. <laughs> you just <laughs> try to like not want to. It's impossible because it's so like exactly what you've heard, and like you think, no, it's not as ridiculous as Steve just did it, but it, <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> it is. I've heard some. Yeah. See, that's where my gumshoe bloomness would have to come in, <laughs> and me getting a taped conversation with that guy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you got to flip your phone upside down and just talk to him. And be like, can that you give us a promo? <laughs> could you say, you're listening to all you radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like this is about as close to a yodeler as we found in all of Utah. We've yeah. been looking for one. Yeah. A yodeler? Oh, I love good yodeling. Good really yodeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the difference. It's a... Uh, it's a rare thing. Do you guys listen to Martin Sexton? No. He's a uh, he's like a folk singer, but he does some yodeling. He was what? here like a couple weeks ago, and I missed it. <laughs> so did we? Yeah, we, we all. Been there. I would have had him. I would have had him in studio. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, he's an incredible yodeler. Uh, I got to read more City Weekly. <laughs> I don't think I can yodel. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Well, I want to yodel. I want to be on top of a mountain. Like, I used to summit a lot of mountains. Like, I've summited all the mountains in California, okay. uh, a couple in Washington. So when I was younger, like, in hi- high school, like, that was our thing to do. We'd go up and take hallucinogens <laughs> and, like, summit mountains. Oh. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch cool. that part, kids? <laughs> the, uh. the things that keep me out of Harvard <laughs> as a youth. Yeah. As a youth. <laughs> but, uh. So we used to always yodel at the top of these summits. Okay. It's fantastic. <laughs> that <laughs> seems the appropriate location for yodeling. Yeah. Half yodeling. Dome. If there is one, that's Mount Whitney, it. Mount Hood. I've yodeled. Mount Hood. But I only have that one, one. yodel Like, I can't <laughs> do anything else. <laughs> I bet there's a yodeling school in Utah. <laughs> this is going to be where, like, someday when we part, my parting gift to you will be, like, yodeling lessons at some <laughs> really renowned yeah. yodeling school in Utah, <laughs> and then we'll record it and make it like a video episode. I like it. <laughs> I think those who don't know what Sasha looks like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, not he would be a really good braid yodeler. the beard. Yes, like grow a big rabbinic beard is what I should do. Oh. Sasha's probably as close to a Viking as anybody <laughs> could look. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met anyone. I could fit in with there. Duck Dynasty with like six months of growing. You could already right there. <laughs> I'd, I'd give it less than that. <laughs> I but still want to s- 
Huh? But I, oh, go ahead. I, I just really want to see him clean shaven <laughs> one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> I have photos back in the day. Yeah, but like now. I I've never seen half of your face. <laughs> I look at you for three hours or more a week, every week, for like a long time now. Uh, and there's like a whole half of your face I've never even shaved. Uh, Steve, there's a funny bit she did without even knowing it. We were talking about whistling like three or four weeks ago. And she, I go, I'm not a great whistler. And she goes, why? Because you have hair on the top of your lip? <laughs> <laughs> like completely like straight shoot. <laughs> Does that affect it? No. no. Well, I wouldn't know about beards and mustaches. So you look like Kevin Bacon. There's yeah. no way you could grow a beard like... Like a yodeler? Yeah, <laughs> like a yodeler. No, this is like what I do here. <laughs> I, I just do the scruff thing. Yes. And then it gets longer and I, it just starts... I don't have the uniform. Scraggly? Yeah, it doesn't go... I don't, I don't feel like the hairs go... Like yours all go sort of uni- the same direction. <laughs> Except for the... T- like, I have a fro. <laughs> and yeah. I can't comb my hair. Like, I had the last time yeah. I combed my hair was when I was 12. Because it's been a while. If I have short hair like you do, like you have a regular white guy haircut that's kind of <laughs> like parted, I have like four calyx. Oh, yeah. Are like, they opposing though? Like going yeah, yeah. the different ways? So you just. When you say you haven't combed it, do you mean you brush it with a brush? I used to rock a fro with a pick. And this black guy gave me a pick with like the black hand, like closed oh, fist. Nah. They used to call me Soul Brother Number One. <laughs> Soul Brother, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I've been calling you Gumshoe Bloom for like Forever. nine months. Yeah, and I haven't been calling you Soul Brother Number One. That's uh, <laughs> way cooler. Dibs on Soul Brother Two. <laughs> Soul Brother Soul Sister Number Three. <laughs> He's got a crew going. Uh, so Soul I have brother. to always wear a hat, and it's tough because there's nothing you can do with my hair. Like, I used to shave my head a lot, uh-huh. but then I'd get pulled over by cops all the time because they thought I was a gangbanger because I had a beard and a shaved head. Interesting. Yeah. Like, well, the only time I've ever been pulled over in the state of Utah are when I have a shaved head. So keep that hair on. Yes. So keep that on your head. <laughs> but really, cornrows. That'd be so cool. Sounds painful. Uh. Like, I think you have to be an angry man. Like, because... It's they're pulled and they're really tight, so you have a constant restriction on your head. Like I don't know how you you get a gnarly migraine. Right? Yeah, that sounds painful. Yeah, like you have to be a badass. That's how I feel when I have my hair in a ponytail because there's so much weight that it's like. See, I don't understand you women. Like you all wear super tight clothes and then you wear these restrictive bras, and it's like, how do they breathe? (laughs) (laughs) How do do you breathe? breathe? (laughs) You don't. Also, it is the best. To get home and <laughs> put on pajamas yeah. and not have to be wearing like a, you know, like a clamp around your rib cage. I, yeah. It's not a joke when people say that it's the best, most wonderful feeling. It really <laughs> is the best, most wonderful. That's uh, being a woman is 10 times harder than being a guy. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. You guys have a tough job so ha- hats off to women yes hats, hats off. Sasha, even sasha hats <laughs> off yeah yes. sasha took it i haven't seen him with a hat off in a, ever, a long time it's untamable now it's like it's just does what it does we should shave it have you seen my driver's license photo no oh my god so they made me take off my hat, hat and this is what were they you got. prepared for it no <coughs> no it's greatest driver's that license is photo so ever. Yeah, show Steve. It's <laughs> Sasha Elijah. 
Let's f- whoa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> We're gonna post a picture of this. We like, really do need to do this. I this is. Uh, can let's we do put a little this on the blog? And it's all a lie. Like my weight's off. Okay? My height's off. Like to, it's it, all a lie. <laughs> it's like a red halo of hair around yeah. a face. Yeah. It's like the curliest hat. You look like a cherub. Yeah, like a chia pet. Like a tiny little <laughs> cute cherub. A cherub. Oh, no, and my and I made my <laughs> eyes all bugged just to bother them. Like just I was, I was trying to go for that viral picture, but didn't quite. You work. know what the most awkward kind of pictures to take are when you get. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's passport. I just remember when we got our dual citizenship. You have to take the picture where you can't show your teeth, and so you're supposed <laughs> to. But they're like, look pleasant, but don't show your teeth, and so you're like, <laughs> like <laughs> trying really hard to look pleasant, and the you just look smile. like scared or constipated or <laughs> like a rapist <laughs> they're scary some people's are like so johnny has a citizenship picture johnny mccann because <laughs> he just got uh, his american citizenship like four. uh th- for like in january yeah oh. i didn't know he was uh he's canadian he's canadian now where are you from here did you say well, it's t- south dakota but my mom's from thailand oh wow okay that's a good Johnny McKeon is from the same hometown as Justin Bieber. So we know there's something in the water. Well, they are putting out gems. (laughs) (laughs) Big Mickey, soul brother number four. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So where are you you doing comedy this weekend and with who? This weekend I will be uh, at the Wise Guys in West Valley City. Uh, and I'll be opening up for Tom Green. <laughs> Tom Green. Tom Green. He was so successful. Like, uh, yeah, right. He had the Tom Green show. He was like a sensation. My mom hated the Tom Green show. Oh, he was filthy. My brothers and I loved it, and they would watch <laughs> it in the basement, and I'd watch it with them. But my mom couldn't hate. She, the only person my mom hates more than Tom Green is Mr. Bean. I was really jealous. They're of pretty him. equal. They're almost <laughs> the same guy. Mr. Bean, <laughs> why won't he say something? I know. <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> I went to school with Drew Barrymore. Did you what? really? Yeah, my Did freshman year. Him? No, I kissed Alicia Silverstone, though. What? Yeah. It is all coming out. <laughs> you yeah. went to school with Drew Barrymore. You should have kissed. kissed Drew Barrymore. And then when yeah. you watch the movie, when I was like been kissed, 12. Be like, <laughs> when I was 12, Alicia Silverstone and I kissed in a pool. <laughs> it was a... What a moment. You got kissed at 12? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. What? Jumping in. I was like 15, <laughs> 16. But I, I wasn't, it wasn't like a French kiss or like a makeout <laughs> session. I should hope not. No. <laughs> but I was really mad at Tom Green that he uh, married Drew Barrymore. Like, because I always, like, she was older than me. She was a couple years older than me. Like, she was a lot prettier when she was super young. Cause you like redheads? She always went as blonde. Huh. She always had dyed hair. But she was, it was before she was like a druggie, like allegedly. But like, <laughs> if you read all the articles, she was like, went down that road. Mm-hmm. But Tom Green is fantastic. So he's not uh, clean uh, at all, though. Like, that's uh, going to be interesting with you being not working blue and him really being unfiltered. Yeah, it'll be a different, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder if what the crowd will think. I figure as long as you're funny, it doesn't matter. And he's really tall, too, isn't he? Is he? I think so. Maybe. I he's know he not looks lanky. I've met him uh, once, and I didn't remember thinking, this guy's crazy tall. He's not Seth Tippett's tall, but... He's like 6'4", 6'5", maybe. 
I hang out with ridiculous. My roommate is six seven. It's weird. Six seven. Is he that tall? Yeah. Yeah, you've met him. And he's a big guy too. Big shoulders and yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So then I'm like, nah, six four. It's <laughs> You're nothing. short. Four. It's nothing. That's gonna be a great show. Are you doing both week date week nights weekend the, the nights? Friday Saturday. Friday the Saturday. One two. What I think time he's did just here Friday Saturday? What time do doors open? Uh, that's a good question. Probably an hour before. I think showtime's at seven thirty and nine thirty. I need to double check that. But yeah, so, so they'll probably go be to wiseguys.com. I doubt there's gonna be tickets standing. Like they sell out pretty often on the weekends, especially when big names come in. Yeah, they'll sell out. Mm-hmm. Fingers See. crossed. Keith is doing a great job down there. I I admire the guy. He keeps it busy. Been listening to his radio show a little bit on ESPN 700 on oh, Saturday really? mornings. Yeah. If I paid it, attention to sports, I would listen to it. It's that. funny because uh, they make Utah disc jockeys very dry and very monotone. And Keith is always a chuckler, like kind of like me, like always got the giggle going on. And so it's refreshing to hear someone laughing and having fun on the radio in Utah. I love that because that's real. And plus, I like laughing a ton. Yeah. We've been, uh, so Sasha, he recorded, I did comedy in Ogden a few weeks back, and Sasha recorded it for me. Yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah, We're making a CD. I'm the guy. And (laughs) he, uh, yeah, so you recorded it for me, and I just love hearing the audience reaction. Yeah. Like, laughter is so big for me for some reason. It's so important. Laughter. I think so. (laughs) Yeah. When I listen to the show, I realize my laugh, like the beginning of it, which is mostly what we hear because I only like kind of start laughing at things <laughs> in the talk. And it just sounds like I'm breathing out like, it's <laughs> 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 not even funny. It's scary sounding like you guys will be talking. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I hear it when I listen. That's why I hate listening. Oh, knock it off. <sighs> so we have to go to break. What? When we get back, I watched a documentary on Ragnar and I have so many questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Mr. Solberg, you're the voice of Ragnar. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of talking for them. So, so. I want to know about the dating scene with these Ragnar races. The, the dating scene. Yes. Okay. I, I want to know the structure because it sounds grueling for a fat guy. Like, I don't <laughs> know if fat guys can do this. And it sounds like there's a lot of vegetarians and vegans at this place. So I really want to learn about this subculture who run for 26 straight hours up hills and through the deserts and through lakes and everything uh-huh. else they do. They're goofballs. I just talk to them. (laughs) You just tell them what to do. (laughs) Have fun, you crazy weirdos. You crazy guys. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess we'll go to break. Yes, uh, follow KU Internet Radio on their Facebook page, on their Twitter page. You can follow Steve Solberg on Facebook and find out when his CD's coming out, which will be coming out soon. Is your uh, website up yet, or is it not done yet? I think it'll be done next week. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just my name. Yeah, <laughs> tentatively next week. But you can view the template now. That's right. You could go and look at the template yes. of my website. And <laughs> For all you female stalkers, you can see Kevin Bacon here. <laughs> Kevin you, Bacon look-alike yeah, here. You can get his coding and find his IP address and say hello to him at his house. At his door. Yeah. Well, he actually welcomes visitors. Just stop <laughs> by his house. Just stop by, yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Why the heck are you not stopping by, everyone? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so stop by. This weekend, Friday or Saturday, or if you're a great fan of comedy, go to both. Yeah. And see Steve Solberg. Do them all. Do them all. Four shows. <laughs> go crazy. Waste your life. At what? At guys. four shows. <laughs> Support comedy. Just do one. Don't get carried away. No, I did uh, 
He's like, I don't want to make up new jokes. Two shows with you. Yeah. This when I was up at Ogden, and it's really neat because some of the stuff is the same, but you listen to different things because you've heard one joke right. and then you'll hear a witty thing in another joke that you didn't pick up because you were laughing too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you comedians don't give the audience enough time to laugh. You just keep laughing for an hour and it gets tough to listen. Yeah. Hey, you just go. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. It's yeah. when people miss a joke because they're laughing too hard. Some comedians are like, don't step on the laughs, but I don't mind it. I think that's fun. Left, left. Keep them going, and then they're like, what was I laughing at? And they're like, I don't even know. But like it's it. still funny. <laughs> Keep drinking. So, we're yeah. over. Let's go to break. All right. We'll be right back on All Eat Radio. Becca, I met the most beautiful girl in the world today on campus. I so want to ask her out, but I'm flat broke. Can you loan me some money, please? Sasha, I could, but I'd rather see you mature and grow up. Save your money so that when you need it, you have it. Who's going to help me achieve that goal? The Personal Money Management Center at the University of Utah. At the Personal Money Management Center, they'll show you how to create a personalized budget, help you plan tuition and student loan payments, and even evaluate potential job offers. It's so tough being responsible. I think I'll give Personal Money Management Center a call. What's their number? 801-585-7379. If that's too hard, you can even check out their website at personal-money-management.utah.edu for more details. Financial freedom and a hot date are only a click away. I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. My one reason for donating plasma to make sure that patients like my son have long, healthy lives. My reason? To help my family. It's something I can do to show I care about my community. There are millions of reasons to donate plasma. You only need one. Donate today by visiting Biomat, Plasma Care, or Talacris Plasma Resources, one of our Griffles companies. New donors can earn up to $360 this month, 630 West North Temple and 38 East 800 South, Salt Lake City. NBC's Channel 5 KSL-TV is hosting an open casting call for NBC's hit show, The Biggest Loser, 16. This exciting event will take place Saturday, April 19th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in the NBC KSL 5 offices. Families of four individuals, and former athletes are welcome to participate. The KSL 5 TV offices are located just 10 miles east of the Salt Lake International Airport. Go to thebiggestlosercasting.com for more details and to pre-register.
listeners, welcome back to All Ute Radio on KUTE Internet Radio. Radio for students, by students. Steve is rocking out to Buena Vista Social Club with Right Cooter. Right I on the it. beat there. I lo- yeah, I don't think I was. I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> and it's back. I want to learn how to play flamenco guitar. Is anybody else on board with this? Yes. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, good. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Screw this show. <laughs> we got to go buy flamenco guitars, everybody. <laughs> and then beat, the, you like do the thing with your hand <laughs> yeah. on the guitar. <laughs> Here's, uh, you guys were saying you were going to talk guitarists, right? Yes. You were going to talk favorite guitarists. So I don't have a strong opinion on some of the more popular bands because I, I don't I don't know. Like, some of it all sounds the same. I'm like, all right, that's Eddie Van Halen. It's great. It's incredible. But I had him on my top ten. Sounds really? just as good as, yeah. you know, Slash, all that stuff. Uh-huh. I did I did love heavier stuff as a kid because growing up in Seattle and all that and the grunge scene, and I just, I just liked a little bit of a, a heavier feel. But now I love, like, more acoustic sets. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a band I love called Rodrigo y, Gra- uh, y Gabriela. Rodrigo y Gabriela. And it, I don't know why, but it, whenever I hear it, it's like fast flamenco guitar. And to me, it sounds like, like I imagine I'm racing through the streets of Monaco or something <laughs> like that in an awesome car. <laughs> so it's like, do, 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 do. You can't do good guitar with your mouth. But you know, but you're trying really I'm hard. Trying and we way too it. hard. One thing I'm learning though is, like, I hate Eric Clapton's songs that he writes, and I hate mm-hmm. his voice. Mm-hmm. I can't deny his talent as a guitarist yeah. as much as I would like to. But yeah. I think if you're going to be a great guitarist, you have to be a great lyricist too. Like, I think those instruments play off each other See, so much. That was what I was right. wondering about this list we were doing because I was like, if we're going off of raw guitar talent, like, by the book. It would be different for me than best guitarists slash musicians and performers. See, it's interesting because I'll, g- kind of I'll give you my top three right now. I got Jerry Garcia first. I got Sanjay Mishra second. He's a Indian guitarist that when he does sing, I have no idea what he says, but he keeps me because of his uh, guitar playing. And the second one is uh, Buena Vista Social Club with Ry Cooter. Ry Cooter is my third one. And he's another person where I have no idea what he's saying, but his <laughs> guitar holds me so well. It's uh, In those instances, when you play such a great instrument, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jerry Garcia doesn't need to sing to be a great musician. Like, I've heard him make Sting sound good. A lot of people like Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sting. I don't listen to his music, <laughs> but I like what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Buckethead. Guys, that's like <laughs> it sounds like I'm just saying random words. <laughs> Google it. Fun hey, anyways, for you, we have to tell you something. Yeah. I have a little thing. I used to pull up random word generator and just do that, like shout out words <laughs> out of nowhere. And Sasha would just have to like. Sometimes he really wouldn't recognize it, and he'd take a second. And he'd be like. <laughs> and then he'd just start cracking up. I'll do it during this when you guys least suspect expect it. I'm going to surprise you. That's unfair. <laughs> Calculator prison chocolate. You know what I mean? Prison chocolate. <laughs> Calculator. Prison chocolate. Prison chocolate. That was pretty fast, too. I know. Are you on I'm the, on uh, it right here. Are you on I it? just keep it up well, Buckethead. Buckethead's not a random word. He's a guitarist. I know. <laughs> okay, you guys know. Oh, you know. Okay, well, now I sound like an idiot. No. <laughs> I, I think he's really good. 
Do you like him? Yeah, I think he's, he's fine. He's in the he wasn't on my top ten or anything. Yeah, let's not get carried away. <laughs> he, he maybe would be in my top ten, but <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I don't know. It's what not I'm easy saying. to make a top ten of anything. I seriously feel like I could yeah. just list like the best twenty collectively, but numbering them like doing a top three was hard for me. Mm-hmm. Really hard. <laughs> so, tell me about this Ragnar. Like, for those for. Because we've been trying to get you to talk about it for a while, and we always randomly jump off it, but we, I want to stay on. Sorry about that. No. Let's focus. Let's focus. So t- just tell me the, what it is. How, how it goes. Yeah. Um, it's a typically like between 180 miles to 200 miles long. Of running. Of, of just running. Ugh. No driving. Well, and they're 12-person teams. So... You know, 200 divided by 12 really isn't that bad. It ends up being like every runner does between 15 to 20 miles. But not all at once. Not all at once, yeah. You separate it into like three legs. And so you'll run like once at like, you know, three in the afternoon and then again at like two in the morning and then again at like, you know, noon the next day, which is weird and crazy because you are kind of like in this half sleep, half awake state while you're sort of driving around to each of the locations they usually they separate into two vans typically vans but they're not running just a you casually said 15 20 miles i know (laughs) you're talking about a culture that can barely walk to their fridge sir (laughs) (laughs) it's only like 10 15 20 but it's not it's not a flat running no it's not on a track where your knees are supported yeah, they do uh, at least the one here in Utah, the fr- very first one is called the Wasatch Back. And so it runs up the backside of the Wasatch Mountains. Which is what? From Cache Valley to yeah. Provo, right? To Cache Valley to Park City. <sighs> that takes like two hours to drive. Yeah, it's a long, <laughs> <laughs> a long I don't want to do it, you guys. And they're going up and down like ski resort areas. I mean, that one's hilly, hilly. Yeah, ridiculously. I think it's bottom is like the low elevation on it is like probably like 5400 and then the top i think is around nine 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 i think which is pretty high and it's competitive so you have a one team of 12 competing against how many other teams of 12 um the the biggest one wasatch back does about a thousand teams holy cow it's like a gigantic it's a herd moving i didn't know it was that yeah how much is the entrance fee for each uh, member or team? I think it's about a hundred bucks each, maybe a hundred twenty. To run? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I. Sh- I'd do it. Do though. they have a mobile taco vendor or something like that? I feel like the last thing you'd want to eat is a taco <laughs> before you run some. Well, th- th- there's got to well, be a food vendor. Like there's that's a small army of consumerism going <laughs> up and down. They uh, it really is funny to watch like the local shops because they get ransacked. Like the whole way along. I ran one last year from somewhere in Canada to the Niagara Falls was the finish line. And uh, it was, it was, uh, I remember stopping at a Starbucks at like six in the morning and the whole race just followed us in. And suddenly the Starbucks was just overcome with like sweaty, tired, (laughs) weird. And that's weird. The thing. <laughs> you say competitive, but a lot of the people who do it really just do it for fun. They're just like crazy people who just want to be part of part of something. something. Yeah, 
Are they mostly, so there's a, if you go to YouTube, ESPN did like a 12 minute micro documentary on Ragnar. That's oh, cool. Okay. And it, it seemed like most of the B-roll was from Salt Lake. So I think it was in 2011 when they shot it. Oh, okay. But you have like a team of jort wearers that wear. Right. How do you run a marathon <laughs> in jorts? <laughs> It sounds uncomfortable. Sounds like a chafing lesson. Yes. Like a huge. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I because I I've ran it, but I wear you know running clothes. Yes. But I've seen a lot of costumes. My very first one that I announced that was like in upstate New York. We started at Woodstock, and there was this guy who had been at the Woodstock location since 1969. He was a very interesting guy to talk to. <laughs> and so he's seen all sorts of crazy stuff, you know. And he's watching the people come out for this race. And, like, some of them are in wrestling costumes. Some of them are in Speedos. There's the jorts. There's Speedos? a ton of tutus. There's always, like, one team of guys that just wear Speedos. Show off. thighs chafe so bad? I assume that they just skin on slather skin. it with Ooh, like pig Vaseline. Grease. Yeah, yeah. Pig grease. <laughs> Put some whole grease in between <laughs> your thighs. <laughs> Get out there. Woo! Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to cut some of these noises that just happened. Put them in the promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pig calling. So that guy was, he was amazed with the weirdness of the people. And he's weird. Like, he was way weird. I took my photo with him. Yes. I don't remember his name. And he had, like, this weird, like, hippie girl who hung out with him who was way, like, cute in this weird hippie girl way. I was like, I don't know if I'm attracted to yeah. you or if you need a shower, but something. It was weird. You I took my her photo with him. You the way you love him. Mother Nature, sort of. Right. She was like Mother Nature's kid. <laughs> But that's that's where you start getting the weird subculture of the vegan and the v vegetarian and the real hippie. Like, yeah. they, they come out to those things. Oh, yeah. And then there's the whole fake business world where you see all the Subaru, and sorry for knocking your company, uh, or the people that enjoy it, but you okay. get the Subaru driver. Right. Fantastic athlete who has the Ragnar sticker. That sticker is one of the most popular branded things I've ever seen in any city. It, in Seriously? Utah, especially, you yeah. see them on every car. We, t I, to be honest, I call it Bragnar. <laughs> There's a lot of Bragnaring in Utah. <laughs> uh, but so, do you only get those if you compete? That's, uh, you know what? They give them away. That's the, the idea, the though. Start. I think KU <laughs> needs a Ragnar sticker on their window, just so we can fit into this hip hipster culture. I could give you guys a Bragnar sticker. Yes. yes. <laughs> I have a bunch. I'm going to get a Ragnar like tattoo on my back. People do it. <laughs> I, I announced the... Uh, like not the first one. Yeah. Get a huge one though. Uh, I, I announced the uh, race in Key West, or the race that ends in Key West this year, their Florida Keys race. And the tattoo parlors in Key West, there you go. Okay, 50 <laughs> bucks if you want a Ragnar sticker or Ragnar tattoo. Where's the most popular? Is shoulder or ankle? Um, behind I the ear. Ankle. Behind the ear. <laughs> Have you seen Tongue. the tramp stamp of the Ragnar? Has that occurred yet? Not yet. Disappointed, ladies. Usually leg is what <laughs> I <see>. Leg. <laughs> I do a bicep. <laughs> I'd get the Ragnar. You got right some there. guns over there. Thanks. Thanks. I know. Boom. Gun show. Boom. Free ticket. <laughs> I know. What you gonna do? So that I can punch all the U of U crushes, people. You should. 
We were talking about that. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Was <laughs> she got a new one. <laughs> you, you crush it. She she knows karate. You're, you, I'm still not impressed till you get the Craigslist. Missed Connections Craigslist. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've never even looked at that one. <laughs> I need to. It's pretty wrong. <laughs> it's pretty You have wrong. morals. Stay away. So what do you do as a voice? Like, Because that sounds like a neat, ho- a difficult hosting job. It's yeah, a weird. It's a weird gig. A friend of mine was working for the company and said, hey, we're going to start doing announcers. And since you do stand-up, I think you'd be good at this. And the job of the announcer is to just get the crowd excited yes. and be thrilled to be on this crazy journey. And I didn't realize that it would be something that I would absolutely love until I did it. And it is incredible. Like the, the start line's great because the energy of the start line is, is through the roof. It's 5 a.m. It's completely dark. Everybody's just got headlamps on to see <laughs> what's in front of them. And all I have to do is say, like, into the microphone, Ragnar. Yeah. (laughs) Ragnar. I just say, uh, like, I'll start off by just saying this and this time. Like, I'll say 5 a.m. start time. Please report to the starting line. And they go crazy because they're so excited to go to the starting line. And then you just get them hyped up. You're tremendously disciplined. I'd be like, and this is at Steve Solberg. This is at Steve Solberg. It's 5 (laughs) o'clock. 5 o'clock. Do you get a gun? You get to shoot a gun in no, there. No, we do a countdown. I say five, four, three, two, run. Oh, and, uh, oh which is that's n- so cheesy. It is super <laughs> cheesy. There's a lot of cheese involved. So you're there for 26 hours. What do you do in between call times? Well, games and stupid games. things. Like whatever you can do to get people to, like if they give me like sponsors yes. that come to the race, like if they give me any stuff, like, oh, I got these t-shirts or hats or anything stupid, I definitely want to get people to do something stupid for those things. Like uh-huh. a lot of dance contests, a lot of ridiculous stuff, like where I'll have them do a handstand and drink a, a bottle of Gatorade while they're upside down and whoever can do it fastest Without wins a t-shirt. So you're a social yeah. ambassador for Ragnar and the voice. A social, right. Yes. Are you awake the whole time then? Uh, no, I mean, I'll, I'll do the start line and then I drive to the finish. So it's like a, I'll do start Cheater. line <laughs> and then I drive, <laughs> <laughs> drive to the finish and then You should sleep. get a moped or something like that or a little buggy. To cheer them on the whole way. I should take to a Razor them. scooter and go next <laughs> to everyone <laughs> the whole way. You're doing good. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. All Run. Right. Honestly, watching the video, like, they have the really supportive teammates, like, hanging out of the van, like, yeah, you look good. How you feel? And I feel like if I was a dude running, even if I loved my teammates, I'd be like, don't talk to me right now. I'm tired, <laughs> and I don't like this. Just let me do this They're alone. all just, like, thumbs up and no other words because they've only been running, like, 12 miles. And like, <laughs> Is there a trophy presentation afterwards? or They don't do – because the finish line takes at least eight hours. I mean – First teams will come in usually like 9 or 10 o'clock, and then the last teams will come in like maybe 9 or 10 o'clock, usually about 8. So the finish line's like 10 hours long. So You don't just leave they, them. They don't do an award <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. You don't leave them. Uh, and there's people out there still, but we are tired. Have a good <laughs> night. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah, so they don't do an award ceremony at the thing. Uh, some races they do like the next day, like Florida Keys, because everybody hangs out because it's awesome down there. Sure. I we do an awards ceremony that, like at a local pub or something the next day, so that's always fun. But 
do you see people having heart attacks, fainting, blood pressure issues, all that? Yes, that's been an interesting part. Like uh, in, in the racing world, uh, I like read some statistic. Like every so many runners, like every three hundred thousand runners or something, you're gonna have a heart attack, and so that happens. I've, Seriously? I've been in races. I announced a race where someone had a heart attack and um, they died from the heart attack. And then those runners came back the next year. This was a, a race that I announced at this year and this group came through and their team name was his name. They said, in memory of this person. And I talked to them after and it was a tearful finish line for them because it was like remembering their friend. And I came over and I gave them a big hug and they said, you know, we came back this year and we know that our friend died doing this last year, but we came back because we know that this is what he would want us to do. And it was like this unique feeling because you're like, wow, that's crazy. Your friend, this is where he finished his life. And then they, they said, yeah, he loved it. And it was awesome because he died doing what he loved. And so we gave him big hugs and like, it was like this weird catharsis for them. For someone from the outside, because I, I've only ran, I've ran two of them, but I don't know that I'd, I'd give my life for it. <laughs> I don't know that. In fact, I wouldn't. In fact, let me be completely honest. Let me be clear on that. Here, yeah. I would never. <laughs> for running, no. No. For food, maybe. So we have to go to break. Are you going to come back for a couple of minutes afterwards so yeah, I got, we can I say Yeah, I got time. I only got taxes to do. He only has taxes. So, so. go to Wise Guys, West Valley. Friday or Saturday night, doors open at, let's say, 7 so you can get food and drinks and stuff. Go watch Steve. He's phenomenal. Tom Green, he opens for. No <laughs> excuses not to put a smile on your face. If you need a place to take a date, you need a place to apologize to a woman, make her laugh because you're not doing a good apologize. job. So have Steve apologize for you. So. I'll apologize for your yes. whatever you did. All right. We appreciate you. Thank you. KU Internet Radio, this is OU Radio. NBC's Channel 5 KSL-TV is hosting an open casting call for NBC's hit show, The Biggest Loser, 16. This exciting event will take place Saturday, April 19th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in the NBC KSL 5 offices. Families of four, individuals, and former athletes are welcome to participate. The KSL 5 TV offices are located just 10 miles east of the Salt Lake International Airport. Go to thebiggestlosercasting.com for more details and to pre-register. This is KU Internet Radio, the University of Utah's student radio station. Be sure to hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash kradio or on Twitter at k underscore U-T-E and let us know what you want to hear.
Radio with Steve Solberg in studio. Hooray. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what? What? So that sounded too much. You're a baseball fan. I'm a huge A's fan. Oh, okay. We dominate right. the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, I'm we suck right now. We the suck. Seattle Mariners in terms of the we. But you got Robinson Cano. <sighs> It'd be so great to see us just get a 500 season. Like, that would be so, like, wow, we've done okay. it. Are Ever you, since. Are you still mad that Ichiro got released? Yeah. I actually was okay. at the first game that Ichiro, like, the first game after he traded, he oddly enough played in Seattle. No, wait. It was his second game. Who cares? For the story, it's better if he's <laughs> first First one. game after. He's a, he's a Yankee, you know, and uh, in... Uh, in Seattle, they played Seattle. Yes. And he goes out onto the uh, batter's box, and the crowd is just going nuts because we love Ichiro. Yes. He was the, I love him. He's just incredible. I love Asians. And the the uh, crowd's just going wild. <laughs> Give him a standing ovation. What'd you say? I said I love Asians. <laughs> you love Asians. <laughs> we did. I do too. <laughs> Ichiro specifically. The and best part about Safeco Field, right? Right. Is where they play is it's within walking distance to that Asian supermarket. Like, so, yeah. no, no, but it's like a huge compound. Like, they, they got the whole section of fish that are in buckets and barrels. Oh, Pike's Place. No, 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 this are is like a... I'm not talking about Pike's Place, that's but... a little ways. Yeah. But there's an Asian market with, like, restaurants in it, and if you're... A white person, you don't, you can't read anything in there. Like no. it's not a place for you, but the food is phenomenal. So you walk there and at, you park by there because parking's cheaper. Yeah. And then you <laughs> go there and you get a bunch of sake and a bunch of snacks, and you go to Safeco Park. And Dakota, who our other co-host, who I don't think will be on tonight, but he's a Port Townsend kid. Oh, okay. Born and raised. Cool. Yeah. And so, the great thing about Safeco is the bullpen is behind the outfield and they were so nice to the fans that they have a chain link fence right next to the bullpen. Yeah. So when you want to be a rude jerk, like Dakota <laughs> and I are phenomenal at doing, you can leave the game at like the second inning or when the bullpen starts going around the sixth inning and just heckle for hours. Oh, we, yeah. we had national security behind us. Like while we were heckling, we weren't threatening, but we were so loud and so boisterous with them that they actually had security around us so that we wouldn't get hurt, even though we were heckling the other team. They were concerned (laughs) for your safety. But they were, but see, the guy was laughing. We got him out of character. Like he was giggling (laughs) at our jokes. (laughs) How could he not? It's a gorgeous uh, stadium. It is. It's a, wait, I gotta, I gotta tell you though, but what Ichiro did, so he goes to the plate. Uh, it's his first as bat, not as a mariner. Yes. Uh, the stadium is on their feet, and my parents are there as well. Like, my, my whole family, we're all there. My mom, like, is crying. Like, people are crying. Because, like, Ichiro steps back from the mound and uh, takes his hat off. And then the crowd already was loud. Yeah. But it was those moments where it's like the crowd's loud, and somehow. He made him pop. We went louder. Yeah. Yeah. We went like from like freight train to like jet engine. (laughs) And it was just so (laughs) incredible. And I I felt it. I was like, geez, I'm choked up. This is crazy. And he's such a class act to just be like, hats off to Seattle. Love you guys. 
I feel like we are scum for trading him. Like, we I was like, are scum. <laughs> we're sorry. Oh, he he, he should have retired as a Mariner. Yeah, it was yeah. a huge mistake. Especially but. when you're a fledgling team, like he was only making like eighteen million dollars a year. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Like he's a draw. Right. Right. Like that dang eighteen million a year. I know, that right? Sounds Did rad. you enjoy the kingdom better than Safeco? Uh, I did work, so I used to work at the the ball field. How did you get that? I job? sold uh, <laughs> peanuts. Did were you a peanut guy? I wasn't peanut guy. I was lemonade, snow cones, oh. <laughs> and cotton candy. <laughs> All of the deliciousness you can eat. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would did go. Did you have to wear something silly? Oh. No. Like with stripes or like a fluffy. Well, you switch between oh. items. So like, if you sucked, you sold cotton candy. If you got better, you got to snow cones. And then if you were, like, a good salesman, you were up to lemonade. And uh, <laughs> my my whole family, all my brothers worked there, and we were top. You know, we were always the top salesmen, so we always got lemonade. And uh, <laughs> you'd balance it on your head. So we would, this, we would stick a sponge underneath our baseball cap and balance this tray of lemonades on our head and run up and down the aisles. And I have touched every <laughs> stair in uh, the kingdom and every stair in Safeco Field at least three times. That's not an easy job, ru- running those stairs. Oh, man, I was in the best shape it. of my life. I great. wish we lived, I lived in you Philadelphia. Could, you could go work at Smith Stadium with the bees. I could get you a job at Safeco if you want it. <laughs> oh, you should yeah, get rid of those Phillies. Those guys, observe vending. They're they're great. They <laughs> are actually. I think vending. they're from Philly, maybe. Uh, oh, I don't remember. But they were. They had uh, you know East Coast accents. Uh-huh. No, I, I, I we love fun. it. I know s- the Seattle teams aren't as old as the East Coast teams, but I know that there's vendor families in the Cubs that are like multi generational. Like the job has been passed down from like the great grandfather. Yeah. It, it's like uh, some people get really bonded to him. Seattle had a guy for forever who was the peanut guy. Yeah. And he would throw it behind the back or <laughs> over your head, and he was good. I mean, 20 <laughs> rows up. Good. He was way good. We're really You wanted to buy peanuts from that guy. <laughs> and everybody did. If it was like, I'm going to buy peanuts, it's like, well, don't screw up, man. Don't buy it from the other guy because he doesn't throw it as far or as good. <laughs> and so you'd buy it from this old guy. He had a beard. Yeah. He died, like, I think maybe two years ago, and it was oh, big news in Seattle. Maybe it was last year. They probably made a plaque for him and or yeah. named a stairwell after him or something. I'm sure a there's stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> a stairwell. He put, put his name on the peanut bags. I remember talking to him and thinking, I can't believe I'm talking to this guy. What a great job, though, to work in a all summer. 82 games to. plus playoffs, and that was when they were good, too. You had Griffey and oh, man. Buner and I was there the Martinez boys. in the 2000s, and it was when we had uh, Super eight, eight or nine All-Stars yeah. in the All-Star game. 122 wins, I think, one year. It was, it was 2001. That yeah. was the year we had 119 wins. It Randy Johnson. The year that we should have won the World Series. But you've choked miserably. But yeah, 2001. <laughs> yeah, we choked huge. We lost to the Yankees, and then the Yankees. And I th- remember thinking. Ain't that the worst. Like, that's okay that we lost to the Yankees because that was the year of 9 11. Yeah. And it was like, I felt like 9 11 should win the World, or that New York should win the World Series yeah, that so year. we had to rig that one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it how it always goes? Right. Like, Boston this last year? But Diamondbacks won that year. Oh, they did. That's oh. Randy Johnson, oh. ex-Mariner, okay. pitched for him and, and Kurt won Schilling, it for him. yeah. Yeah, Schilling and Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think that was also the year of the exploding bird. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> so to get back to 
Ichiro real quick. Yeah. Both you and our audience have a homework assignment. You have to type in on YouTube, Ichiro angry or angry. Ichiro in a slump. And he talks like the greatest game when he's in a slump. It's like, I've disappointed my masters and now I have to find my dragon. And he gets like super samurai spiritual. And That's it's the greatest hilarious. like drops. So I'll try to find him and <laughs> put him in the show next week. <laughs> but like, find I remember... Do you remember that guy, Hideki Matsui? Yeah. Yeah. So they were getting ready to play him, and he was, like, on his knees in the dugout, like, doing all these prayers, like, I've got to find peace with my dragon so I can overcome my great enemy. You think they do it just to troll people? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the guy's got, combined with his Japanese league, almost 6,000 hits. I mean, he's con- he's the greatest hitter that yeah. baseball's ever seen. And in Japan, they use a smaller baseball, so you actually have to be a better really? batter. Yeah. Yeah. Not by much, but a little bit. Wow. That's where you get all those gyro balls and funky stuff mm-hmm. when the guys try to come over, but they can't do it because their grip's not right. So oh. that's why most of the Japanese pitchers aren't as good when they come here, but the hitters are better, better. because and their eyes are better. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, Did you ever play weird. baseball? That's so weird. That's so weird. Uh, no, no. I see no. you as a dynamic second baseman. I, I did. I mean, we played... You know, just goofy pickup games. And, yeah, I did like second base a lot. I did shortstop for a good amount. And then second baseman was fun as well. Because I like going after those balls that are are fast. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. And you seem like a quick, high-energy guy. Yeah, hopefully. I I enjoy it. Hopefully. (laughs) If I'm not distracted by something stupid. For all of you that love baseball... On Thursday, you can go to Smithfield, formerly uh, Spring, Spring Mobile, Mobile Ballpark, and watch the Men Utes team play. That's Thursday? Yes. And I, it's in the afternoon sometime. Like, I don't Monday? know. My call time's 11, so add six hours, it's six o'clock. So you get to see all the bats fly around at night and enjoy it. They're a good time. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Yeah. That's a good ballpark. Oh, I yeah. love the uh, green games. outfield. It, and they get the mountains in the background. Yeah. It, there's no better the place for a date because, you know, you can have long, in-depth conversations. Especially if you do the field and you bring a blanket and you just hang out and grab some concessions. I love that place. That's so the only w- only way to spend the summer. Oh, so yeah. Dakota's not going to be able to make it. Oh, bummer. Just texted me, and he apologizes to all of you. So he'll be in studio next week, though. In actual studio, yeah. in real life person, and I'm going to meet him. And help me with this name. We have Josh. Oh, yeah, Josh Fonokalafi. Fonokalafi. Okay. Yeah. And I would, I would apologize to him on air and for because I'm always getting his name wrong. But he is such a funny guy, and he's moving yeah. out of the state of Utah, and he's from Ogden. And he seems like one of those men with incredible strength, but he's a teddy bear. Yeah, I'm sure he could crush my head with, like, yeah. one hand. <laughs> you shake his hand and you feel like an idiot. <laughs> you're always just like, really? Like, your hands are the size of dinner plates? <laughs> like, that's just normal for him. And you just, you, you try to muster up all your strength. I'm going to shake his hand really hard. And then you... You get there and you're mind. like, you missed it. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I shook his finger. <laughs> I got his pinky. You said that... When he, you drive him in your car, it's like a clown car. Every <laughs> that was time. Hysterical. He looks ridiculous <laughs> in my car. What do you drive? A uh, Mazda 3. <laughs> so not a big car, but. How tall is he? Uh, like He's not even that tall. That's what's weird. Huge. I mean, he's six, 
I don't know. He's six something. Yeah. He's got to be. Maybe he's tall, but it's the it's the, the gaze width. effect. Yeah, it's the gaze effect. <laughs> Have you heard about this? We no. we had a senator in Utah State Legislature oh. trying to enact laws for fat people and tall people where workplaces had to accompany them with either bigger chairs or raising uh, door frames. And our congressman at the time said, the gaze effect. Like, <laughs> this is all centered on the gaze effect. Have you ever been baffled when you see a truly tall person? So I'll put it at the end of the show for <laughs> no. the podcast. No. <laughs> I am baffled by your height. Actually, yes. that one other comedian, Seth, that came in. Yes. When he actually stood up and I, you guys talked about how tall he was and I didn't even notice when he came in. <laughs> but then I was like, <gasps> yeah. his head was like lining up with the window here. He's tall. He's a t- what is he, 6'8"? Six, 6'9". Six, nine. Six, six, nine. Yes. That is a weird height. Yeah. Seth. <laughs> He's the tallest guy that, uh, that gets picked it on the most. makes him look older, I feel like. I had no idea he was Which is funny me. because he's the only person... Really, very few people, like, will call me names. Like, some of my close friends, like, can joke with me. But he called me a fat leprechaun. He oh. called you a fat leprechaun? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that one. It was like, wow, the audacity of you, tall boy. Settle <laughs> down. <laughs> They're calling me fat leprechaun. It's I mean, I don't mind. I mean, it is what it is. But <laughs> and the joke is in the joke. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> He's a nice, he's a nice tall person who sometimes calls people names. <laughs> I don't think he called me any names, did he? Of course not. No one calls you names. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> mug. <laughs> that put him. So these ha- these half hours are going by very fast. What? We're at the end of it. Okay. So and then we're going home. So <laughs> same. What? Where are you this weekend at Wise Guys? Friday, Saturday. This uh, weekend, Wise Guys, telling the jokes. Yes. Um, but if you can't make it out this weekend, follow me on Instagram or something. Yes. <laughs> T- Twitter. I don't tweet that much, which is a shame for me as a comedian. But for some reason, I don't, I don't know what to say. Twitter's no good if you're a nice person or you don't use vulgarity. Yeah. It's harder for us nice yes. non-vulgars. So yes. I love photos. So Instagram. Steve Solberg, Steve with the common spelling of a V. I'm not Steph. <laughs> Steph. Can and I get uh, you to do a favor for me yeah, since yeah. you're on Instagram? Can you start taking selfies with hillbillies? <laughs> yes, I can do yes. that. Kay. That's a good idea. Okay. And I, I'm ashamed that I don't have any <laughs> right now. So, But I know that you're going to be going to the south all the time. So, Where am I going next? Next time I'm in the south, it'll be soon. So I'll, I'll do it again. Oh, I'm in Philly soon. What? Oh, so then Billy, you got to find those. Favorite place. Do you have a huge suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> I love Philly. Philly is I one of the craziest it. places. I went there last September to see the last series against she the She got hit on by a Philly player. Louis Garcia. Nice. Yeah. You may know so him. So proud of it. <laughs> he may be in the minor league by now. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure. Not, not exactly a key player. And then you told me you had another date coming up in a week. Not not a girlfriend date, but a... <laughs> I thought you were talking uh, about a girlfriend date. <laughs> a like, show date. Going on a date, uh, everyone. <laughs> I go out on dates with girls. <laughs> yes. Usually. I'm really confident. See, that's good for you. Uh, At least you can get the date. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next show date, you know what? Like, my next, like, wise guy's show date is way out in, like, July. What? Because I'm, like, gone every weekend right now. 
it's race season, so it's like between Color Me Rad and Ragnar, I'm I'm uh, out of the. Town I want to make lot. a documentary. Oh wait, no, Chris Kattan. I'm opening for Chris Kattan. Oh, I he's forgot funny. About that. He was uh, one through. of those head bobber guys on that. What movie. is love? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Kattan, great guy. That's all. Great guy. <laughs> You're like a great guy. Just a great yeah. guy. Saturday Night Live. He is super nice. Yeah. We went, we hung out last time. And he was, he was just like, what? You're famous, yet sitting there like you're not. <laughs> oh you're really cool. Silly boy. Silly boy. Yeah. I like so that. races, are, have you had a date from any of these Ragnar girls? Are, are there, <laughs> is there a Steve Solberg's uh, <laughs> following? Like a story. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, no, no. Yeah. They, th- you know what? Because they get drunk at the end of the race. And yeah, they'll, they'll come up and they'll talk to you. Yeah. But... It's that's weird. Plus, they live way <laughs> that's far away. Weird. I mean, it's fine. I don't know. It's no, fine. I have Facebook friends with them, but no, there's nothing beyond that. A moral man. They don't like comedy. fangirl I over like it. the announcer. Oh. You know, I love the announcer. No, <laughs> no. There's no announcer crushes, as far as I can tell. I think you should work on this. Yeah. I'll work on it. Announcer crushes. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen, but. Uh, so follow him on Facebook or keep in touch with KU and OU Radio and we will let you know when your CD's out. Yeah. It's phenomenally awesome. funny. Like, I listened to it many, 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 many times over <laughs> and over again and I giggle and I'm not a person that gives away free plugs. I, th- I think it's great and I like that you have a job that you get to make people laugh. Like, oh, thanks, man. Yes. Hopefully I keep doing it. And uh, enjoy the hospital. Like, we didn't get to that, unfortunately, but... Right. Hospital is the, a weird the old world. Hospital job. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! People do the weirdest stuff to their bodies. <laughs> you work at a hospital? Don't do it. I used to. Well, and I still do sometimes when people are sick, and I, I just go in and listen to the stories of the people who come into the ER uh-huh. and stuff like that. <laughs> I close on a bit about people uh, sticking stuff in their bum. Yes. In, in their, their bum. There's a. He's got a <laughs> yes. Fun in the bun. And you have to go about. to his show or buy <laughs> his CD to hear the punchline. But I was actually working at the hospital when that happened. Yeah. And I yeah. was like there on the following shift of that day. Oh my god. So there's a big tease. I yeah. feel teased because I don't know about this. Well, buy a CD. Well, in a no, couple after we go off the air, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, so <laughs> what happened? What was going on? <laughs> okay. So we appreciate you. Yeah, if you haven't liked All Ute Radio or KU Radio on Facebook, please do at facebook.com slash Radio and facebook.com slash Radio. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram under the same handle, All Ute Radio. Yes, and let me... I'm oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm on a roll. <laughs> you can't stop this <laughs> once it gets going. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow Steve, we will be sure to post the traditional in-studio selfie on Instagram. Hmm. And oh, we cool. will tag him so you can go and follow him from there if you already follow us. And then let me get my plugs out of the way. Thursday, men's baseball at Smith's Field. Friday, women's softball at uh, the softball field. And then Saturday is the white and red game football game. If you can't make it and support your teams, then watch them on the Pac-12 network because it's the best television in the state of Utah. And... uh you always have to wonder if it's going to go black because I made a mistake. <laughs> so 
that's the important part about the Pac-12 network is any moment it could go black or dark because I screwed up. I so. worked there. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. Yes. I like that part. <laughs> that's really fun. Oh, because it, it's never happened on the Pac-12, but when I was working in newsrooms, like sometimes it gets awkward and you kind of f- f- hope the blame doesn't go on you. But <laughs> It oh always gosh. does. <laughs> yes. Yeah, even if it's not your fault. Yeah. Exactly. Well, guys. Peace. I'm kind of sad this is over. Yes. Thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next week. And a future movie coming up with uh, starring Steve Solberg and Patrick Ramirez in a race to the finish line. I'm excited for this. Yes. This summer <laughs> filming begins. <laughs> Multiple cameras. I'm going to get the Ute cheerleaders. I've already got confirmation really? from their head cheerleader. Jeez, this is going to be intense video. Yes. We're going to try to get an High 80. High production quality. Yes. All free. Okay. Now. Can I be the voice? Please. I was thinking a ballroom dancer, but I'll do it. Yeah, I want an orchestra there. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you, people. It's been a good episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.